I'm Josh Swartz. And I'm William Millingworth. Host of the High Tech Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with Sean Akbar, who is the co-founder and CEO of Tutored by Teachers, or TBT. They're working to close the opportunity gap by serving our nation's highest need students with teacher-led small group virtual instruction. So much to learn today. Thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, it'd be so cool uh, if you reached out to somebody you know who uh, uh, may not listen to the podcast and uh, you say, hey, you should listen to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 and you could share the links with them. What do you think? Just find one person to do that. That'd be so cool. Uh, you are awesome. Enjoy the show. Yeah. So our engagement managers. So what we will often do. So you know we have uh, we have our engagement managers. They regularly visit the schools. So they are not only just you know connecting uh, connecting with principals the way you and I are, but they will also show up on site. That those launch weeks when we're first setting up, you know, uh, to to get an intervention live. Our, uh, our engagement managers, and they will have launch teams with them. We get in there, we do tech checks, we do, um, and we will, we will have uh, PDs for the classroom teachers. So there is, there's a lot of on the ground support that happens. It's the education podcast, your favorite show, with lots of groovy guests and they share what they know. So crank it up to 10 and let your neighbors know that here's another show with Dr. Steve Milletto. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Ah, ah, with Dot Stimoletto. Sean Akbar is co-founder and CEO of Tutored by Teachers, a fast-growing, mission-driven startup working to close the opportunity gap by serving our nation's high-need students with teacher-led, small-group virtual instruction. TBT features a highly qualified and diverse teacher community that is doing tremendous work to support their peers in the classroom and advance equity in education. Sean, welcome, and thanks so much for joining me, and say hello to everyone. Dr. Mileto, thanks so much for having me, uh, and excited to talk to your community. Well, it's great to have you here, and uh, um, so let's start off by, can you share a little bit about Tutored by Teachers um, for those who of my listeners are not familiar yeah, well, you know, honestly, you took the words right out of my mouth. You did a phenomenal job giving us an introduction. But but like you said, we're a mission-driven company working to close the opportunity gap in education. We're doing that by serving high-need students with uh, personalized instruction powered by teachers. And we have this tremendous community of highly qualified and diverse teachers across the country, nearly 6,000 of them. And they're serving over 10,000 kids right now across the country uh, with, with really... Uh, with instruction that is classroom aligned, that 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 features uh, high quality instructional material and drives tremendous outcomes, and uh, and in the whole process, uh, we are we are not only giving teachers the income and respect they deserve, but we're also driving student outcomes, and we're helping buttress the K twelve uh, education system. Very cool. Very cool. So. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how, how this works because you you partner with uh, um, with schools and districts. Um, so let's we're going to talk about how you provide the tutoring in just a minute. But how yeah. do you partner with a with a district and so forth? How does that work? Do they they like say send you an email and say hey I'd like to know more <laughs> or you know? <laughs> yeah. So so you know there is uh, the, you know high dosage tutoring is uh is is all is all the rage right now and a lot of 
you know, we are we are on a lot of state lists, a state vendor approved list around high doses shooter because we're a high quality provider of those services. Uh, that's often a way school districts will be out, school administrators or principals will be looking for services like ours, and they'll reach out to us based off the contact information on those websites. We're also out and about at conferences. We're connecting with, with school leaders all the time. And uh, whenever they hear about what we're doing, uh, they, they, they say, we need this in our classroom. Very cool. So, all right. So let's talk about, um, you know, what they're reaching out to you for is, is this hot, this thing that you just referred to called high dosage tutoring. So yeah. uh, what's, what is that? What's that, what's that look like and what, what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, high dosage tutoring uh, is, is, is the single most effective way to bridge learning gaps. It is empirically shown across research, whether it's Annenberg or JPAL, that this is the highest leverage thing we can do to drive outcomes for kiddos outside of just core instruction. And, and, um, and fundamentally what it involves is uh, you are taking, you are expanding instruction time and it's personalized. Students are meeting with a high quality instructor in a small group consistently with that same instructor and they're leveraging content, classroom aligned content over the course of an academic year. And basically by, by adding extra personalized instruction time, you're, you're allowing students, you're allowing, uh, allowing scaffolded approaches to, to instruction. Kids, you know, kids, you know, a lot of kids aren't at grade level and classroom teachers often teaching content that's grade level appropriate. And, you know, that results in kids, uh, you know, and, and through no fault of the classroom teacher, you know, they, that they have to keep the kids moving along at grade level, but that, but they're, you know, COVID, COVID led a lot, let a lot of kids fall behind and, you know, they disengage when they're not engaged with classroom content. And this allows them to get that extra time to, to scaffold up into their classroom content. Very cool. Uh, you know, and, yeah. uh, that's, uh, it's, <laughs> Just like you were talking about before, I mean, it's uh, it is a huge need when you're, especially when you're working with kids who are already behind, um, and maybe have struggled with some of the concepts of uh, some of the subjects, and so need tutoring as, as it is, and uh, may not have been able to um, reach out, get some, you know, get tutoring and stuff like that before. Yeah. So very yeah. cool. I, all right. So tell me how uh, students work together with a tutored by teachers tutor. Right? I mean, can you share more about that relationship? Yeah. So, so you know, students. You know, b basically, what happens is, you know, we will partner with um, we'll partner with the school district and down to the principal and down down with the site leader, and we'll work with that site leader. You know, we have engagement managers who we effectively, you know, uh, they they are effectively the assistant principal for that principal, and you know, we provide a high level of service for them. And we will work with that principal to identify student groups that they want to serve with high dosage tutoring. Uh, we'll get their student academic data, and we'll get those students smart grouped according to their according to their perform the academic performance. And they'll get grouped in groups of three or five, uh, no greater than five, typically around three. And uh, and they will be assigned to a teacher. And basically, and and this is this is the beauty of the model. It's highly consultative, and it depends on the school. Every school, like you know, we differentiate for students. We also differentiate for schools. You know whether you know sometimes a principal will want us baked into uh, small group time in an elementary classroom. So while a teacher is at a kidney table serving you know her tier three tier three students, the rest of the kids are logged in on their headphones and uh, on their laptops, engaging with our teachers. 
And that'll be happening for 45 minutes to an hour, two to three times a week in, in a classroom. Or you'll have, you know, uh, sometimes you have dedicated win time, what I need time or personalized learning time in older and higher grades, middle school. And those students will get pulled out and sent to a computer lab. And they will basically, they will, they, they will, they will get on their laptop, they'll type in their login code, and they will get routed to their classroom, to their TBT teacher. And they, that is the same teacher they meet consistently, uh, you know, uh, throughout the, throughout the academic year. And they are, they are getting, uh, you know, we have a whole instructional framework uh, for that student that, you know, they're getting, there's an SEL opener, there's a, we're, we're getting those students to open up and engage, and then we're delivering content and we're, we're doing, um, we're doing uh, kind of uh, what, I, uh, what I learned checks uh, for, for students. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. The, yeah. You know, so this, this is neat to know about because, you know, so it's personalized to the person, to the, to the student. And uh, um, so where do you, are, are you regional as an organization or are you just within certain states or is it nationwide? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is nationwide. We're in over 15 states now. We're serving uh, some of the largest districts in the country, Los Angeles Unified, Charlotte Mech, Gwinnett County. We're about to go live in Broward. Um, and, you know, we're also in place at mid-sized districts like Nashville, Indianapolis, Denver. Um, so we are we are uh, we are we are national. Very cool. Very cool. So. All right. So, uh, you know, one of the one of the things I just heard you mention was that, uh, you know, it, it could it happens during the day. So we're not talking necessarily that it, it has to take place at, at night either. Um, can you can you just kind of talk about that a little bit more? So is it something that the, the tutor and the the student work out or is it something that the school and the tutors oh, work out? Yeah. Well, well, what's great is that this is entirely school organized. And so, uh, you know, the, you know, typically what's happening is that this is, you know, there's a there's a tiered approach to how you know how you drive outcomes out I want you know the the most high impact thing you can do is build tutoring into the school day and have it on site and so we're working with the school to ha- make that happen and uh, and organize those groups of students and then kind of the next best thing to do it is kind of before after school on site and so we'll organize that too with schools or with uh, re- school, uh, service uh, organizations that are providing wraparound services to the schools and then kind of the, you know, the, the third option is, you know, providing instruction to kids at home again, but it's still organized by the school and it's still scheduled. And, you know, the challenge with that is that, you know, uh, students may, uh, you know, st- uh, students may not have the adult supervision or the, uh, or, or the press to, to attend, um, you know, those, those sorts of programs. And so that, that, that can often be a challenge with at home. Gotcha. That's uh, and by the way, that makes perfect sense. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. having been uh, principal at uh, different uh, um, socioeconomic background uh, uh, families and communities, and and uh, um, yeah, a lot of times there is no such thing as the table or the oh, whatever to work right, at. Right. And I mean, you know, we we've seen instances. You know, a, a lot of communities. I mean, you know, we're we're predominantly serving high need students in these underserved communities, and. Um, you know, they are, uh, you know, we, we had some at-home tutor, after-school tutoring, and, you know, we, we realized we had to make it later in the day because some kids were having to go to work or some kids were needing to take care of baby brother or sister after school. And yeah. so those sorts of, 
you know, those are sorts of needs that, um, you know, uh, that you, you, that you kind of need to work around. Gotcha. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the things that, uh, well, there's, sorry, there's a whole bunch of questions flying in my face right now. So I got to, um, so one of the the things I want to ask you about here is, uh, can you talk a little bit about who the tutors are? I mean, what, where they come from and what it, um, what inspires them to be part of your, your group? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, we, uh, we, our teachers are exclusively from the United States, uh, and they have uh, U.S. classroom experience. And we have a whole process for going out and finding mission-driven, mission-aligned teachers who are motivated by uh, by our uh, by our desire to to help serve uh, and students and close the opportunity gap. And I mean, that's a lot of teachers. And, um, and, you know, basically we run a, we run a whole process around screening our teachers and, uh, and ensuring that they are highly qualified, diverse, and, uh, you know, only about 10% of teachers who apply to our community get to join our community. And that, that's resulted in this really uh, high quality community, uh, you know, 60, over 60% have grad degrees in education, over half are special ed or ELL certified. Um, they have an average classroom tenure of about 12 years. And, and most importantly, at, at over 40% identify as teachers of color. So they often mirror uh, the students that they're serving. And, and that is, that, that's a personal point of pride for me because when our teacher community was, you know, a thousand, it was over 40%. And even now as it's scaled up today to over almost 6,000 teachers, it's still over 40% uh, people of color. And, and that's, uh, you know, we are arguably, running one of the, the, the largest uh, teacher and most diverse teacher communities in, in the country right now. Wow. That's, that's, that's cool. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Cause I know that's, you know, if I was, uh, you know, you're getting ready to have somebody work with your, your child and, uh, or, or as a school, you're getting ready to have somebody work with your students. You know, you really want to know who those people are and where, where they come yeah. from, what, uh, what thoughts they have. So um, yeah. I like that. We, you know, one of the things that uh, um, is, you know, interesting about, uh, this world now is that, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, there's all kinds of interesting changing landscapes. So the first thing I want to, want to talk about is that, uh, you know, in, um, when we, when we look at, uh, it's the things that have happened over time since COVID, well, starting with COVID, I mean, we ended up with, you know, a lot of programs that were from home and, uh, trying to do it from home. And then, the, and then the, the kids come back to school and there's a lot of gaps, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. so it, is there something that you do to, to kind of figure out where they are and what they're doing or, and because I mean, especially, you know, depending on what was going on in the home, you know, that could be a big chunk of information that's gone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've, um, you know, students are bringing, um, a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of trauma around COVID. Um, and you know, we, we've got some, uh, some stories out of that, but, but you know um, what we are doing is we are uh, w- when we partner with the school, we're getting student academic data, we're getting notes from a principal around the student, their uh, you know around their behavior, around their backgrounds, and uh, and we are leveraging leveraging that information uh, in terms of how we smart group those kids and how we provide those notes to instructors who are then baselining their instruction based off where the students are. And the, the key to this whole thing and driving outcomes and is helping a student feel seen and, and helping, uh, and then meeting them where they are. 
Um, and and those are th- those those are uh, critical. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's uh, you know that that's a that's a key part of um, uh, of of how we how we first baseline the students, and then we also provide our own lightweight assessments uh, where we are kind of gut checking where the kids are at, and we will often toggle up or down on standards uh, based off what we're seeing in, in our own assessments. Very very cool. I, you know, one of the so one of the things that uh, Speaking of standards, one of the things that you get me thinking about here is that how do you make sure that the tutoring is matched up to what needs to be going on and that's going on in yeah. the classroom or in that yeah. school? Yeah. So, you know, we have what, you know, we have now served, I mean, uh, hundreds of thousands of instruction hours for kids. And we've worked across so many districts, like, you know, and we're serving so many kids. So, and, and there's a lot of research around what the load bearing standards are on any given grade. So we have a lot of our own data and we have a lot of research that tells us what kind of the, 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 the priority standards are to hit kind of for any given grade or any, any given uh, student based off where they are in their learning journey. And so often those math and, you know, a school leader will see that, will see our, our, our priority standards and they'll, they'll say, yeah, we want to, we want to use those, but we can also you know, uh, you know, we also have uh, more in-depth approaches. So sometimes school districts will want more than just, you know, it not, it's not just high dosage stream, but they'll want more than skills intervention. They'll want curricular reinforcement. And so in those instances, we'll go so far as to, you know, go to deep dive on the high quality instructional material they're using. You know, we've had districts like uh, Indianapolis, they're using Eureka Math. So we'll deep dive on that. We'll, we'll start identifying standards and content um, uh, that need to be used to supplement that content and curriculum. And then we'll implement that. And districts will also provide us pacing, you know, schools will provide us pacing guides. You know, we are, we're taking in a lot of information and we're customizing a lot, you know, and, and this, you know, I gotta say this, this, this relates to our, our approach on white glove service. This is not a fire and forget solution. This is a true partnership. We are, we are really deeply partnering with academic departments and classroom and principals and classroom teachers to like continue taking in information and adjusting to what's happening in the classroom. And that, that drives really great outcomes. Nice. I, this is awesome. I, you know, one of the things that uh, it makes me think about it. So is, do you, does anybody ever visit the school or is it all online? Yeah. So our engagement managers, so what we will often do, so, you know, we have uh, we have our engagement managers. They regularly visit the schools, so they are not only just you know connecting uh, connecting with principals the way you and I are, but they will also show up on site. That those launch weeks when we're first setting up, you know, uh, to to get an intervention live, our uh, our engagement managers and they will have launch teams with them. We get in there, we do tech checks, we do, um, and we will we will have uh, PDs for the classroom teachers. So there is. There's a lot of on the ground support that happens because getting adoption those first two weeks of, of, of our of our on-site programs, it's critical. And that ensures great attendance, which ensures great outcomes. And so um, so that's that, you know, so you know, and principals need the help. I mean, gosh, I mean, there are 700,000 fewer K-12 staff in the in building across the country this year than there were last year. I mean, what Folks crazy, need help, man. and we're there to help. That's awesome. Yeah, it's 
Crazy, and because that's—I was trying to figure out how to ask a question like that. Because that's you know, it's uh, and so you did a good job bringing that one in. Because that's yeah. one of the things that we you know we struggle with in schools. This is uh, you know, it's uh, this is this is my thirty seventh year in public education in the state of Georgia. Oh, wow. All right, oh. and um, I've never seen um, such over the last couple of years that all happened as uh, you know, right after uh, the, the pandemic and all this. We have the big quit or whatever you want to call it. The mm-hmm. you know people moving on to try and do everything from home and become YouTube influencers or something. You know, and uh, and podcasters maybe yeah, podcasters maybe yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> and uh, it's 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 really kind of fascinating because it's, you know, you're starting to see this kind of little, like trickle effect of people kind of going back into college to, 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 uh, you know, become teachers. You're, you know, we have a program that in Georgia called Georgia tap, which is an alternative way to education. So we have a, we have a lot of, uh, um, candidates in, in those programs, um, who are changing their, you know, whatever they're, program was before that they were doing whatever they were doing for work and such such like that and so we have a lot of people you know changing their position coming into education um and uh you know it's just it's just an interesting time frame because it does create the need to have more you know people working with with the child to help them overcome whatever those gaps are yeah absolutely that's and that is a i mean that is a major trend right this this new teacher that's coming into the classroom and often they're emergency credentialed or they're they're just you know they are uh yeah they're brand new to the profession because we've had so much churn and and you know that that you know that's one of the things we've been we've seen and you know we started as high dosage tutoring and and really what what is high dosage tutoring but it's you know if you're familiar with mtss it is it's tier two and tier three instruction and because we only have credentialed teachers, we're getting pulled into tier one instruction and more in depth, like uh, tier, you know, we talk about curricular reinforcement, more technical work. And, um, and w- what I'm seeing is that we are, we, uh, you know, as time has gone on, we've been, um, we're getting called in, you know, if a school doesn't have a teacher, we provide one in a thoughtful way. It's not just Zoom in a room in uh if a teacher is brand new or emergency credential we can supplement them we can help them get at bats while they while we reteach content and then you know and if the teacher is great we can help expand their capacity through high dosage tutor and tier two tier two three uh, instruction and um and what we're even especially with those new teachers a lot of what we're seeing is there's a lot of a lot of regulation i mean there's a lot of regulation coming in place across the country around, I mean, in a good way, in some instances, like science of reading adoption, third grade retention laws around reading. Um, there's HQIM implementation requirements across uh, across states now. And teachers are overwhelmed as they have to learn science of reading. And now they've got to learn the new science of math. And they've got, you know, and, and you know, year over year. And we can help. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to uh, oversell us, but but you know, this is this is part of our mission of buttressing the K-12 system and make it more sustainable. We can come and help those brand new teachers implement HQIM and science of reading and help them learn how to do it all along the way while they can watch us. And that, that it, I think that is a critical piece of any ed tech provider. It's not to be an arms dealer and say like only use our service, but it's a, you know, it's to actually help try to make the system more sustainable and, 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 you know, help 
help provide training wheels effectively to these to these brand new teachers. Oh, that's awesome because that's you know that's a, that's a big part of it is sometimes you know the the number of teachers you're getting um, their lack of experience or where they you know whatever planet they're coming from maybe even lack of understanding what they're expected to do as a teacher mm-hmm. you know yeah. and uh, um, and so one of the things that happens is that there's so much going on in a school that a lot of times it's like. Um, Good luck. Look forward to checking in on you, and you never get. Yeah. You know, then next thing you know, is they're duct taped to the ceiling or something. And uh, <laughs> you know, just kidding, by the way, yeah. to anybody yeah. who's listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they might be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool to know that you provide that type of support. Also, you know, it's. Uh, um, yeah. Before we started talking, we noticed that we realized that we had uh, something in common. Which I'm a RISA director, and uh, and uh, Sean's working with uh, um, a couple of RISAs, a RISA in the state of Georgia, and. Uh, um, in other states, just as a note, you have organizations like us, um, whether we're same in Georgia, we're called regional educational service agencies, um, and all the public school systems belong to us, and uh, um, and they uh, um, and then we we help them find support for what they're doing, and so this is cool that uh, we have this connection also, uh, yeah. uh, Sean. And uh, so, uh, um, by the way, as I say that, just want to make sure. Um, Tutor by Teachers has not uh, is not sponsoring this this show, so I started making it sound like that. So, uh, uh, yeah. but uh, but this is it's cool to have this connection because it's a great way of uh, um, connecting with the school uh, school systems and such. So, you know, one of the things that uh, I got to ask you is: so, can you share a few success stories? I'm sure you got a few. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are uh, boy, we've got a lot. Uh, you know, what I will overall high at a high level, I'll say we consistently generate double-digit academic gains against target standards in a matter of weeks. And nowhere is that more apparent in uh, in Indianapolis. We are running one of the, in partnership with Indianapolis Public Schools, running one of the country's largest high-dosage tutoring programs. We're serving about a third of their students right now. And that's scaled up, you know, through a crawl, walk, run approach over the course of the past couple of years. And, you know, uh, last year, in just a semester, we were we started by just serving students in their turnaround schools. These were called emerging schools. We started with 1,600 of them. And in a semester, in the, in the fall of 22, in a semester with just 12 hours of instruction over that, over that semester, they saw NWA map growth. And these are, mind you, kids in turnaround schools. So these are highest need students. Um, they saw a double-digit map gain, NWA map gains. And if you're familiar with the NWA map, it's, it's like the gold standards of summer, summative assessments. And from their fall to winter scores, they went, students went from, uh, you know, they went from, in reading, they went from the 28th percentile of growth to the 40th. And, you know, so they saw 12 points uh, of growth there. And then on math, they went from the 42nd percentile to the 52nd percentile. So meaning they were outperforming all their peers in growth across the country um, in just a semester. And um, what's even more exciting is that that group of kids, those students in uh, in those turnaround schools, outperformed the entire state of Indiana on Indiana's iLearn uh, test, which is a which is a state state assessment on reading. So, like, you know, we are we are able to demonstrate outcomes at scale that are statistically significant and that are practically significant and that are externally validated. It's NWA map data. We have third party psychometricians validate our results. Um, we're currently doing an RCT in Denver. So we are, 
we are certainly we're taking our results to the bank and, and that's in partnership with stanford uh stanford university uh and the annenberg folks there um you know we we feel really strongly about transparency in outcomes and statistical significance around outcomes because you will often see a lot of folks take really nominal gains and parade parade those around and, and, and it's critical that we as an industry keep folks honest around that yeah so so we're really proud of of, of the uh, of the large-scale academic outcomes we're driving and um, we think that that is you know showing showing that high dosage tutoring can move a whole district's outcomes is the way to drive greater high dosage tutoring adoption across the country. That's awesome. You know, I, I'm a big believer in the role that tutoring can play. And, you know, it's funny in, in one school, we, we organized uh, teachers and community members and, uh, um, and even the administrators, including myself. And I learned rather quickly that day, even though I had, uh, was doing uh, some entry level type mathematics for kids who are in the ninth grade, um, that should have been further than that. Uh, um, and even though I'd gone pretty far in my mathematics that, yeah, I'm still, a, I'm still a history teacher at heart and I needed to stick to the humanities. And I reached out to my engineer friend <laughs> who was a parent and I said, I need your help, man. <laughs> yeah. And part of it was answering questions, you know, as you, it, that was what was difficult as you started realizing they're, they're in another, I'm not in that, in how they're asking here. And so I need someone who can, help figure out and get to the, get them to where they understand. And so that's, that's a, you know, it, it's a cool talent. It's an awesome service to yeah. have. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I mean, that, that is such a, I mean, and that's why, you know, pedagog expertise and pedagogy matters and expertise and co uh, content subject matter expertise matters. And so, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta bring both to the table and that's why, um, Credential teachers are just, uh, they're, they're, they, they're the best tutor. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. That's, uh, and, uh, I, I, I like that. I, you know, Sean, we're getting close to finishing up. If someone wanted to, to reach out, to follow up, connect, learn more, where would you send them? Yeah. Well, of course we've always got our website tutored.live, T-U-T-O-R-E-D.live. Uh, that's super easy, but you know, I love, I'm all over LinkedIn and I know a lot of former, a lot of current and former educators are all over LinkedIn now. It wasn't always the case. I'm, I'm super active on LinkedIn. Give me a follow, uh, follow tutored by teachers on LinkedIn. We're sharing all sorts of great outcomes and results. And a lot, a lot of the great stories of, of our classroom teachers, of our teacher tutors, of our students all the time. Uh, we'd love for you to engage with us on, uh, on LinkedIn. Very cool. And, uh, make sure we have that LinkedIn, um, part in the show notes because I'll have that information in the show notes. So it's easy sure. for listeners to find and uh, connect out there with you, which is good stuff. I, all right. I got two last questions that uh, are just some questions I like to ask my guests. And the first one goes True. like this. I mean, how do you keep going when so much is going on that you may want to quit? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I've been having like my last couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. The sprint between Thanksgiving and Christmas, <laughs> my gosh. You know, uh, I, I've had some days and what I'll tell you is that, you know, we are doing this entirely virtually a lot, like our whole company is remote. And, um, what keeps me going is, uh, is getting into the classrooms that we're serving and you see, 
the impact we're making, kids who are disengaged are engaged now. And that is like, you know, and we are, we're making a difference. We're making a difference for these kids and we're helping them feel seen. And that keeps me going. Um, and, you know, it is, it is the stories that my team is bringing back to me. It is staying grounded to what is happening in the classroom. And I think we can't, uh, I think that's, that, that's key for everyone. What's happening in the classroom. That's, that's awesome. I love that. That's good stuff. I, you know, last question, do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if you had the chance to say, thank you? Oh gosh. Um, I I'll, I'll tell you who it is. It's, it's Mr. Cornell. He was my, uh, he was my calculus teacher. So I will tell you guys, I, I am, uh, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I'm South Asian by background. I had tiger parents. I was, I was okay at math my entire academic career, but boy, they ensured I was opted into every honors program and every year I'd come back with B's and C's and, uh, you know, and my confidence around math was awful, awful. I, I just, and, and then like my last, you know, my senior year of high school, I'm an AP calculus, AP calc and Mr. Cornell loved teaching. And he, he was a good math teacher. And I will tell you, he like, I, I got the highest grade in his final and I got a five on my AP uh, nice. calc test. And this was a total turnaround and it goes to show. And like, you know, he would have, we were high schoolers and he would have Saturday morning boot camps, Saturday morning boot camps for AP, uh, for a, the AP testing. It, he would have a hundred percent attendance. I, I I don't know what teacher can demand a hundred per command a hundred percent attendance awesome. from kid from high schoolers for a freaking AP test yes. and like and we did this and like we crushed and I will I you know I worked before I did this I worked in video games and I had to video games mobile games uh there if you'll indulge me there's um. You know, there's uh, there's some really complicated math that that happens. And one one thing I had to do was basically calculate the area under a curve. I had to take the integral, and I remember, I nice. remember, and I was like, it was like 15 years later, <laughs> and I emailed Mr. Cor. I actually I did have the chance to thank him. He was still a teacher. I emailed Mr. Cornell and I said, thank you so much. You gave me confidence in math. I'm like, I, I'm a I'm like an executive now in a in a highly math driven industry. And, uh, and I'm still doing, uh, you know, integrals because you taught me that really well. And so, um, so yeah, so that, that's my Mr. Cornell story. Mr. Cornell, if you're listening, thank you so much. That's so cool. I'm yeah. glad you shared that. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got uh, that's a, uh, that's a really feel good story there. Nice. Yeah. And especially cause you reached back out to him and were able to, able to talk to him. So good yeah. stuff. Thanks for sharing. Sean, thanks so much for, for talking to us a bit about tutored by teachers and for all the work that you do to help close that opportunity gap. We appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, wishing the best in all you do. Thank you so much, Steve. And thank you so much to your listeners. Hey, you have been listening to teaching, learning, leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams. Teaching, learning, leading K-12 is a member of the education podcast network, podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. Teaching, learning, leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called voice ed radio, voice ed radio, your voice is right here. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and host. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. 
Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmaletto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome.